This episode is brought to you by Healing Green Farms. CBD made for you. Get safe, pure CBD products handmade by local experts to fit your needs. Thank you for listening to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit girlswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. Welcome to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. I am Sarah Madrid. And I am Jenny Midgley. And this is the show where you come as you are with the courage to speak up and tell a better story. Today, our guest is Courtney Bowman. And Courtney, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Hi. I own a cheese and charcuterie board company called Raleigh Cheesy. And we have a storefront in Apex, North Carolina, and are opening a second one in Raleigh this summer. They are very popular. So, yeah. Y'all, I yeah. see their stuff everywhere all the time. Yep. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I've said it's a good and thing like, that I don't. They uh, were like one of the first two before it got trendy. Yeah. And I'm, I've said it several times that it's a good thing that I don't have an office over at the co-working space in Olive Chapel uh, Professional Park because I would, you'd have to roll me around like Violet Beauregard. So is this kind of like the fruit, the fruit company where you get the bouquet, but it's just better stuff because it's meats and cheeses? Okay. I'm seriously so glad you said that because I have told multiple people on many occasions, I'm like, I want us to eventually be like the better version of edible. Yeah. It's like the place that people are it's the luxury version of edible arrangements edible arrangements are great but you're like yeah look 400 pounds of fruit this will be good tomorrow sure right. and so courtney i was recently in italy and on their boards it was the first time ever that i had it on their boards they had ricotta cheese and that shit is good on the it's beach so good and, and i had never had that over here never had any oh, of my boards had ricotta cheese on it we just, i've only seen it yeah. on lasagna I know we we actually get ricotta and have it like yeah Scott eats it like that because that's how he grew up sensational. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have that on yours, Courtney? It is so good. You can do like a baked ricotta too and mm-hmm. and make it into a dip. Yeah. What? It's next level. Mm-hmm. Okay, Courtney, text yeah. me right now. <laughs> that board. I'm gonna order it right now. <laughs> Oh, I guess we're going to be doing a 4th of July thing at Sarah's house where there will be vats of baked ricotta. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry. I digress. It's so good. <laughs> You're fine. So how did that, how did this come about? How did you know ahead of time yeah. to get in front of the trend? I didn't. Oh, I for sure didn't. I, I was actually, I was a middle school teacher for seven years and was really burnt out. and just started doing this as a little creative outlet, like something to help me not be so burnt out. Mm -hmm. And I started it in like the summer of 2019, did my first one for my daughter's second birthday and just fell in love with it. I was like, this is amazing. I'm obsessed with this. And so October 1st, I had made like four or five boards and I was like, that's enough to start a business. So I started and Instagram and called it Raleigh Cheesy because that felt pretty obvious what we did and where we were located and posted all four pictures and said, now offering to the triangle. Yes. And it blew up. It blew up. 
and everyone was like, oh, can you send me a menu? Can you send me your prices? And I was like, I'm supposed to have yeah, a menu yeah, and I'm supposed to have prices. <laughs> I know. I had n- literally nothing. I had nothing. I had no email, no website, <laughs> no menu. I love But that. I have these four board, boards and I'm going to open a business. I freaking yeah, love I, that. I, Absolutely I, amazing. Like, I so fucking yeah, love I that I can't even express it because, and me, I am one of these people. This is me. I would have been like, but I have to do way more and it has to be all. You are not a high quick start. I am, I am not a high quick start, <laughs> but I have so much like admiration and respect and it inspires me so much. The quick mm-hmm. starts that are like, fuck it. I got four boards. I'm going. You have to get to the point where you have no more fucks left to get. That's do. what we were just talking about. I do. I, Courtney. I'm yeah. Gonna, come rub on me so I can get something. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. I, I like live my life like this. I feel like I've had so many quick starts in my life or I've made a few things and I've been like, and I'm a very like hands-on creative person and I like creating things. So there've been a lot of times in the past eight years that I've lived in Raleigh where I've been like, oh, I'm doing this. Like I did hand lettering for weddings for a long time and did like chalk art. And so I would just say, oh, I'm doing this. And nothing ever blew up. It was like a very slow growth. Maybe we'll get a little business. Who knows? And this was like instantaneous. And it caught me. I I was not ready. Mm -hmm. So I was treating it in my head like all these other things I've done that have not really caught on. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. And then this is my job now. And I have 11 employees. So God, I love this. It's taken a turn. (laughs) I love it. It's taking a turn. It's taking a turn. That's you know. a way to describe it. Okay. It's like a turn. Yeah. So then from four boards, I need way more context. From four boards to storefronts and 11 employees, I need some middle pieces, please. What is the messy middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's messy all the time. Okay. It's still yeah. messy is so, what she's saying. We're still in the middle and it's still messy. Yeah, we're still there. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So it started picking up. And then actually two weeks after I started it, my husband lost his job. And but instead of it being like this very stressful thing, it actually was the biggest blessing because I was able and at the time we had a little two year old. And so he was able to just do like full time childcare, And I was able to do this like outside of teaching. Mm-hmm. And so by December. So after three months started October 1st. By December, I'd made my teacher's salary in sales. And that was doing it part-time. And I was like, hey, I should probably quit my job. Like, I should probably take this full-time. So in December, I was like, hey, I'm not going to be returned. This is my last year. I'm not going to be coming back. And they were like, and I was like, I'm opening up a pop-up restaurant. Because at the time, I thought I was going to be moving in to this other space. And... My literally, my supervisor was like, "Okay, good luck. Can't believe you're quitting a stable job for this." And then COVID hit, and I was like, "Did I just make the biggest mistake of my whole life?" Because no one's gathering anymore. At the time, my smallest serving was for eight to ten people, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No one's meeting with anybody besides their their like." But I don't think you understand that. Like, I could eat a charcuterie yes. for eight to ten people. Correct. I was like, no, you're going to deliver it to my house? Please. I'll I'll just eat it over like three days. It'll be correct. Fine. That'll that is, be all my meals. That was my thinking, too. I'm like, no, this was great for your business. Everybody being stuck at home. Is that what happened? I mean, it's it, it did end up being the biggest blessing because we 
start we like started transitioning to smaller boxes and i say we i say a collective we it was me right okay yeah like we yes we it sounds better than Um. just me (laughs) it does so i started transitioning to these smaller boxes and then we knew we needed a kitchen because it's not legal to do this out of your home so a little plug i know they're like 52 charcuterie companies in the triangle now you have to be working out of a yep. commercial kitchen in order for this to be legal. So we were working towards that. All commercial kitchen spaces were shut down because of COVID. So we knew we'd had to build one. So we started looking at storefront space. We found our current space and just fell in love. And we ended up doing a Kickstarter in July for it and raised $25,000, which was That's insane. Amazing. So it was like very obvious that people wanted it. And then... So started that build out October, like September, October. And then we were able to open in February of 2021. So it was very fast, like just a whirlwind. And then, but most of our customer base is still in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And they have been begging, like adamantly begging. Every time they come in the store, they're always sliding in my DMs. Like, when are you coming to Raleigh? And we were, and, and because all, I mean, other charcuterie companies. For our not local listeners, Apex yeah. is not that far from Raleigh. It's like, I, it's 20, 20 30 minutes, minutes max. It's 20 really, minutes yeah. max. Like yeah. where she is yeah. in Apex versus where, like, in to get the, no, it's but, 20 minutes. But let's be real because the people who are from here get it. I, the people yeah. who are from California, that's nothing to them. But that I don't regularly drive 20 minutes to go into Raleigh. I'm Correct. Just- That's my point. Is that builds the level of loyalty, Courtney? Yes. That your customer loyalty because of what you have created is amazing. Because people around here, they do not drive. No, don't drive. Out of their bubble. I'm very happy you're in Apex. And so people are from Raleigh are driving out of their bubble yeah. to, get, to get what you have. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and and they are, or they're ordering delivery, but honestly, most of our walk-ins are actually have been from Apex, Cary, Hollow yep. Springs, mm-hmm. the surrounding neighborhoods, and who, who don't follow us on socials. And now we have this whole group of people that follow us on socials who are like, I've literally never set foot in your store. Please come to Raleigh. I'm begging you. Right. <laughs> and we were like, because there are so many other charcuterie companies in the area now, Mm-hmm. It very much came to a point where we're like, if we don't take, if we don't move towards this, somebody else is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to forget about it. You know, like mm-hmm. we're going to yep. become super irrelevant. To Give it. the like, people what they you know? want. Right. Well, and I, I love that because so many people would look at that and recognize and, and look at it and say, you know what? Like, but what, look at all the obstacles that it would take to overcome to open up a second storefront. To have the, the, to say, it's nice, these people from, but can't they come the 20 minutes to come to Apex or can't they, what's so bad about us being here? Do we really need the second store? And like looking right. at all those things and not actually following through. So the fact that you like looked at it and you're like, this is a FOMO moment. If we don't do it, someone else will. And then we're going to yeah. be just SOL. So I yeah. think it's give yourself and, props and, for that. Cause that's awesome. And it, it's all about like keeping that ultimate vision like our ultimate vision five ten years 15 years down the road is to become a staple in raleigh we want to become a household name we want to be like the place you take people when they're visiting from out of town we want to be the go-to like place you think of when you want to send like yeah you need appetizer catering and or gift we can't take ourselves out of that game at any point bun gift boxes i'm like oh that would be really fun 
hey, we might idea, like as my son would say. He goes, oh, idea. Because I'm like, oh, oh my next send oh. boxes to the podcast guests as thank yes. yous. I'm just saying. Okay. Just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to eventually be in the airport as like a, these are like the perfect thing to take on a plane. Little tiny healthy yep. box mm-hmm. that is a, a burger that you're having to stuff in your face as you're Correct. going to catch a flight. Mm-hmm. And then... The Durham Bulls Athletic Park would be the next. Yep. That's a good one. How about PNC Arena? Or Ting. Hit up Ting. Yep. And then start out because they're smaller and you can be like, but look how successful we are in Ting. Hey, Durham Bulls, you want me too? I love it. The second store might kill me. The process of doing this, it it honestly might kill me. And I'm very much, hey, we're taking a good, long, solid break before we open up another one because this one might. What are some of the biggest challenges? Asbestos. Wow. (laughs) That is a first for the girls who do stuff. I got to pause here and say, we've asked that question a number of times. And asbestos, as a response, has never been given before. (laughs) Yeah, that was an issue. It's just like stuff in an older building, a building that was built in the 50s and not a new build and so it was like first there was water in the concrete so they had to install a new water system and then now then they found asbestos and we had to remediate that and then yeah there's also been some like issues with the landlord next door we painted a huge mural she was not happy about it so she's the landlord. No, but she <laughs> said the landlord next door. So was it your landlord oh, or was it? Yes, she's not, she's not our oh, that, She's just the cranky neighbor yeah. lady. But she's saying that the the parking lot directly in front of the mural is her property. So anyone who stands there is trespassing. So anyone who stands wow. in front of our mural. <laughs> is it bad if I'm like, that person needs to get laid? <laughs> Does that I make me a bad person? person? Needs to like get some Brene infused in there. Made by Brene. No, stop Mine locked by Brene. By Brene. <laughs> that is the yeah. If that's the things you're bitching about, oh, I feel your really first world problems are so <laughs> consuming. What is so bad in your life? That's what I'm you like, focus on. My God, what is your mural? Is it something like horrible? Like should you be out there taking pictures? <laughs> So the mural says, keep Raleigh cheesy. Like, a, that, keep I, yeah. Yep. You know, that's, mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, that person has stuff going on. There's something deeper happening there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moving on. I Moving think on. so. <laughs> Stay tuned. There should be some good stories coming out. I'm super excited. <laughs> and I went, now I need to go. I was like, so this weekend we're mural. going and taking pictures in front of the murals what I'm hearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you would think she would be excited like whoa raleigh cheese is going to be my neighbor right People like, will shop at my place now too wow yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so then how has this because this is uh, this the most exciting whirlwind of, in the best way so how has it impacted your family oh my gosh one i'm extremely grateful to have married the man i did because i think any other man would maybe have murdered me by (laughs) (laughs) or abandoned that might be a better visual (laughs) all together yeah 
He is honestly like the most patient, steady, supportive human of all time. He is like biggest cheerleader, number one supporter. He's all about like me being a boss bitch badass. He's he's that guy. And I'm like, there are so few men out there like this. I'm so grateful for you. Like just being all in on Mm -hmm. it. And I also love that our kid who's like turning five this summer she's like growing up with this. She very much owns it herself. Like anytime she's in there, she's like welcoming customers. She's like getting them Mm -hmm. boards for them. Like she's owning it. And we never made her do that. She just assumed the role. And I love that. I love that she's going to get to grow up with this Mm -hmm. and be a part of it. Right. And I think that's really um, important to recognize too, that for entrepreneurs or and small business owners, franchise owners, however, if you are running a small business, if you're not an in corporate America, that if you're showing your kids the perseverance and the resilience and the the fortitude that it takes to make something like this happen, to literally build something from nothing it, yeah. and to start with. And to be quick start. And be, yeah, she's high quick. She's high quick start. Have you ever done the, the Colby uh, A index assessment? No. Okay. So it's, we had a few episodes ago, we had our friend Scott Moore came on and he's a business coach and every client he gives the Colby A index and the Clifton Strengths assessments. And so quick start is one of the, the pillars of like personality for the Colby. And so that's why we're saying like, she's totally high quick start. (laughs) We we don't even need to give you the assessment to guess that. But to go from four boards, October 1st of 2019 to opening your brick and mortar in February 21, that's amazing. To have your daughter involved, also amazing. And and just showing the skills of, uh, and helping her learn the skills, right? From that, of how to interface and talk with live people outside of the, and- I honestly feel like being an entrepreneur and having my boys see, because they, I stayed home with them while I had the business. Yeah. So they have been a part of the business, just like you're talking about with your daughter. They have gone to, they have been there for billing. They've done yeah. it. And it is. Mine too. Right. And so it does, it becomes a part of them. And I feel like it has given them such a huge, one, awareness. It gives them a sense of empowerment and that self-sufficiency and independence. And we were just talking the other day with somebody and she was like, are you worried about the summer and the kids being out of school? And I'm like, no. I was like, they stayed at home with me since they were babies. They have known like you assimilate into what is happening within. And they, I was like, they make their own breakfast. When they're hungry for lunch, they make their own lunch. If mommy is working, I was like, I'm not worried about the summer at all. They just assimilate and they become part. They are part of the system. Yeah, my kids have been home all week because they went to camp for two, they're tracked out. So they went to camp for two weeks and this week they've been home. But like, even when we were shut down and everything, like we would, once, if the door is closed, you just yeah. don't come in there and- They just become we part of it. Yeah. 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 Of course, in our house, we also had the rule of right. you cannot go out the front door naked. Right. Yep. If you go outside- I did drive by one in the time backyard. and I was like, there's Samantha outside on her tricycle. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she was not naked, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. She was probably wearing underpants. She was. Because we had to set that. It was just underpants. It was just underpants. Because <laughs> that was the rule, right? If you're going to go out the front door, you have to put underpants on. You can be naked in the backyard. Yeah, and you need underpants in the front. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. are so strict. Oh, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's we give them the freedom to explore yes. and learn, and also work within the confines of what's going to get their parents arrested. Yes, yes. 
That's too good. Oh, I love God. what you said about them being like, adaptable, yeah. though, too, because I feel like that is so true. It has made her so flexible and, like, easygoing, and she's just, okay, we're going to be in the car for a little bit doing deliveries. Okay, like, she... And they'll have and fun with it. with it. Yeah, they'll have fun with it and be like, oh, we're up for it. And they get into it, too. Yeah. They find their fun. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. And, like, for us, we did, uh, we just did a weekend of of exploration and going to different places of, because I was taking pictures for Carrie Living and Midtown Magazines. And if they didn't cooperate, it, it was a very clear, hey, we're doing this, not only to have fun and, but because mommy also has to get pictures. And if you give me 10 seconds, then I will, I promise you, I won't bother you for the next hour, mm-hmm. right? Like, or whatever it was, but they, they get into it. They, and it's fun. And Samantha thinks that she should be on the cover of every magazine. I was going to say how many pictures in the magazine are going to be a Samantha. I don't know. We're going to have to, we're going to be, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to count. I know. Josh's kid just got his kid's picture on a cover too. Yeah. He did the, the Poland park. Yeah. We were talking about that yesterday. They are going to be, these magazines are going to be all over the office as family photos. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> It is. And it's fun. Like, it's fun to incorporate. I think it's important. And we can, we have the freedom at owning these types of businesses to really, like, do different things. Like, it's not like we bring your kid to work day. Your life and your work are, like, are in, are, I don't want to say balance, but there's just things that have to be done. And they it's can integration. Either, it's inter- yeah, integration. integration. Thank you. That's Thank the word you. you were looking for. Yes. But remember when we did that, when everything shut down and there was the whole, like those groups of the Facebook groups about doing the sprinkling or the yes. dusting or yes. the fairies. Yes. Like, still have my shirt you gave me. I, <laughs> it's one of my favorite sleep shirts. And, but Nicholas wanted to do that with me. So he got in the car and it yeah. was exciting. And we, there was the ding dong ditch for you because he was running away from your house as quickly as he possibly could just before anybody came to the door. And so, we weren't even home. I know. It's okay. <laughs> Bless his heart. But yeah, so what other, what other lessons do you think that you're, you're hoping to impart or that your daughter's going to take away from this whole experience, especially as you're growing? I think it's really good of her to see her mom doing something that she loves to do and like to have something that she's passionate about. I don't know if she's going to be growing up with seeing that. And I also, too, I love the time she's able to get with my husband. I think so many kids don't get that time with their dad. And I think she's getting a lot of really great quality time with her dad that's like really just making her this really secure, confident chin and it's great yeah we would like to thank our sponsor healing green farms and they grow cbd let me tell you cbd has been giving me the best sleep for like the last two and a half three years i wake up feeling rested instead of having crazy dreams and basically working out all my crap and my dreams (laughs) it's a nice quiet sleep it's a nice quiet restful sleep thanks to cbd Fantastic. Yeah. And Healing Green Farms is a local farm. Uh, Actually, it's been a generational family farm and they grow the cannabis plants in their their hemp plants. It's actually hemp. Uh, They grow those in a greenhouse and the stuff that they produce is actually seed to bottle. So it's locally grown, farmed. They bring it to a local lab to do the thing that makes it go from like plant to the product that then gets created into the oils and salves and tinctures and all the things, which is a really cool thing. So if you're local to North Carolina, you can actually go visit them at the Highway 42 Market in Willow Springs, North Carolina. 
Um, if you are not local to this area, you can find them online at healinggreenfarms.com where you can find actually products for your pets. We give Ruby CBD. Like that's one of our things for, for poor Miss Ruby Sue when we mm-hmm. have to go. <laughs> she needed some help for a little while. Yeah, the pet CBD is awesome. So visit healinggreenfarms.com, healinggreenfarms.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and you can also visit the Highway 42 market in person and see what's happening at the market on um, Facebook and Instagram as well. They have a bunch of vendors that they bring in. They like to support other local small businesses. They have fresh produce. And we are grateful to them. So thanks to our sponsors, Healing Green Farms. I imagine that the skills of being a teacher transition very well to being a leader of 11 employees. Speak mm-hmm. more to that. I hope it did. It's also, though, nice to get to work with people in your class <laughs> and like, get to have adult conversations on a regular basis. That's really nice. And then we also, I also teach classes for how to make cheese boards. And so the whole teaching aspect has come very second nature and is no issue for me. But I always tell them at the beginning of the class, I'm like, listen, if you get rowdy, I know how to fill you in, okay? We start taking too many fireball shots. I, I know how to, you know, calm it down a little bit. But also, what's great about teaching adults is that in middle school, when you're a middle school teacher, you have to pretend like the inappropriate jokes they make are not funny. And you have to discipline them for them and be like, no, you can't say that. That's not okay. And then you go to the bathroom and like secretly laugh. With adults, you can just like openly make mm-hmm. jokes and, and you don't have to hold it back. And you're like, wow, this is great. We can talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yep. I can make, there are a lot of, there are, there are a lot of cutting the cheese mm-hmm. jokes. There's a lot of salami jokes. There's a lot of That's jokes funny. about shark buddy. So what have been like, because now I'm like, is it bad if I just want to talk about the board? No, I, talk I, love, about, I love the board. Talk yeah. about all the charcuterie. Like, where do you have any? Do you have any meat goals? Like that, if you could get up to the tier of like super luxury boards, like what kind of? If there was, if money was no object, if I came to you, oh, there you go. I have zero Thank budget. Because I'm literally like my mouth is watering. I'm going to visualize it. Or not zero budget. Be, I have unlimited budget. I'm going to be in the moment. I have yeah. unlimited funding. Like, what kind of board would you make me? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I was actually looking at some charcuterie the other day to order for the store. And I came across this, like, beautifully packaged Iberico ham. And it is like, I'm talking one pack retail, like, wholesales for 50 bucks. And then sells to the public. And I'm talking, like, a package like this. Like, it's not right. Like a dollar bill. And, like, wholesales. Yeah. Wholesales for like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, okay, I can't even offer that as an option, but how beautiful, it just looked, it looks like butter. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. looks like you would just take a little piece of ham of this Iberico ham and it would just, you wouldn't even have to chew it. It would just like melt on your tongue. That is the goal. Ultimately, we use pretty high quality cheeses and so... I, I never feel like we're missing out on the cheeses, but sometimes I'm like, the really good, decadent meat is like very expensive. Right. So again, so yeah, so unlimited budget. So we'd have Iberico ham, 
Can we have the, what is yeah. it, the Wagyu steak? Can we have that? Can we have that? Can that be on there? They do make a Wagyu steak brazola. So I actually did order some of that because it was not that bad. And I want to see if you like it. So Courtney, text me. <laughs> we will be stopping by Raleigh Cheesy very soon for Sarah. Well, not kind of shoot me a little rosemary lamb salami right now too that's really good and then we have like a beef and beer one i'm trying to narrow down our father's day menu i i try so our, when our holidays happen i try to make them somewhat themed but not mm-hmm. like cheesy that makes sense i don't want uh, no pun intended no i'm loving but that I'm that is i might have to do that for matt for for so, matt it's for- just be real it's just be like, it's for Sarah yeah. so Matt can go golfing and enjoy his father's day. Matt's already going to golf, but then That's I have to do saying. something for dinner. And I'll be like, look what I got you for you. <laughs> and I already ate the one for lunch while you were out golfing. This is the second one. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. What is your favorite part of of owning your own business? Oh, man. It's this weird balance between not having a set schedule, but working 24-7. There's never a time I'm off the clock or mm-hmm. clocking in clock, which has its benefits and it has its disadvantages. It really does take a lot of effort for me to step away, but I also love the freedom of it that yep. if I, for some reason, at midnight get this like, burst of energy to design a new t-shirt for us or come up i'll do it right then and there's nothing stopping me from doing that yeah and so i just had that conversation yes no yesterday or this morning with deborah matthias through email because i was like that is the the thing i love the most too about being an entrepreneur is that my time belongs to me yep yep that i am 100 percent in command of my time Mm -hmm. and it belongs to me And I love that. And I've, it's funny because I use auto, yeah. one of the boundary tools that I use that regularly is my autoresponder and I change it frequently because when you change it, then it like generates like anybody who emails you automatically gets the, the new response. I had one last weekend for Memorial Day that I was like, hey, I'm celebrating my 15th wedding anniversary with my husband and we're, we're just going to enjoy the long weekend and this is great. And then. I made the conscious choice after the weekend. I was like, you know what? I'm really enjoying this downtime. And I obviously it's a sign that I was burnt out before. So let me just I'm going to extend it. And I, my poor assistant is still um, dealing with some health issues. And so she's still been like very minimally in, involved in my business. And so I'm having to do all the things that I hate doing and she does not mind doing so. I, I'm like, it's taking me longer. So I reset the I reset the boundary and I was like, yeah. it may take me a day or two to to get back to you because I can't I just can't keep right. up. My kids are out like I just want to enjoy time with my kids while they're out of school. And so like for me, that's that's been like my saving grace and making sure that and having the office. That's the other thing is I leave the, the work at the office and I, I do the home stuff at home. Right. What are some of the challenges you have of growing that quickly? I think, yeah, we there are a lot of ins and outs of our store and how we operate that don't necessarily fit in the box of another. Like we're not fully a bakery. We're not a restaurant. We're not a coffee shop. So there are systems that those sort of businesses have in place that we can't fully incorporate 
and do them just like they do them because we operate a little bit different. Like our boards don't, we make our boards as close to pickup time as possible so that they're as fresh as possible. And we encourage people to eat them the same day. So it is a business that's largely based on timing. And in regards to catering, like it, it's not something that I can come to a house and set up a grazing table six hours early and it just sit out for six hours. That can't happen. You'd have to have everybody sign like yeah. major waivers to make that happen. We appreciate <laughs> We appreciate that. Exactly. Because after exactly. two hours, bacteria starts growing and you don't want that. So there's a lot of really nuanced things that we have to take into account. Whereas if it's cupcakes, they can be picked up whenever. It doesn't matter. Or catering you can put them on sternos to keep them warm there's just a lot of that's really nuanced and so we don't also necessarily not many people have done this before and especially people in triangle we're the only one like our store and yeah so i think we've switched like we just switched over our website to a, a modified it and therefore switched over all of our online orders and therefore how to switch all of our point of sale stuff. So it's if you switch one thing, it's going to affect everything else. I don't know. It, and so I majored in child and family studies. Um, <laughs> I did not major in business administration yeah. or any of them. Mm-hmm. So it is, yeah, I, you want to talk about full immersion. Yeah, yeah I, used to, I used to play that joke out all the time. I'm like, I'm a social worker. I don't math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I can't say that anymore because I have to math. Like it's yep. taking those steps. Of, but it's also a, a thing. So out of your 11 employees, and, and I'm going to include your husband in this too, because he's obviously a big part of the business. Do you find it that you're de- that you are delegating, that you're putting out the the things that you really don't want to do? Did, or did are you still owning? Is delegation an issue for you? Yeah. Like, I- <laughs> That's what she's saying. It's more of learning how to articulate things that I need. I feel like with training my employees and getting them to be able to take on just catering orders or some of that workload has been probably the easiest thing to delegate. It's all the administrative stuff on the back end and feeling like I'm the only one that knows Mm -hmm. all the little Mm -hmm. details. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to communicate it all to someone in a language that they would understand. You know what I mean? Yep. Like even yes. five minutes ago, communicating all of our difficulties to you all, I was like having to really think about how do I explain this in a way that doesn't sound so convoluted and, and whatever. Because this is new and you yeah. are doing it. Like, again, you weren't trained in this. Nobody said you didn't go out, go to school and say, I'm going to learn how to do blank. Like I, this happened, I, it took off and I'm invested in it and I'm doing it. And you also have to figure out the systems that work for you. Just if you, if you were to go walk into somebody else's classroom, you wouldn't necessarily, you know, be able to pick up their system 100% right off the bat. Like even teachers have their own systems that they create. And I think that speaks to like giving yourself the grace to Bring people on your team that understand that and will give you and be compassionate as you try to figure things out and as you try to articulate and communicate what your needs are. And knowing that you can be confident in not being confident. Is that the? Yep. Well, and I think too, (laughs) yeah, because I've been in this with a team for 15 years and I literally 
have a manual that step, it literally says step by step. And it's not because we think it's condescending. It's not, they need it. It literally says click blue button in right corner that says select. Then this pops up, click this. And it's literally like all they have to do is follow Follow the the steps. Okay. I've written it out. Then I train them. Then I walk them through it visually. So they're seeing the, it written and they're seeing it, experiencing it in real time. I still right. get questions. Yes. And so you're still going to get where people are like, but wait, what? And because everybody has a different learning style, yep. different learning pace, right. a different learning curve. And, my, yeah. and so it's the patience to be like, you know. When in doubt, refer back to the manual. We can get on a call. Mm-hmm. We can do it together. We can, because there yeah. might be a step, a little like click box that I forgot to put as a step in the manual that then I need to go back in. Yeah, because- no, and it's, yeah, it's like my, it's my, it was my never ending frustration when, with the hospital. And I'd be like, why, like the manual's there. Can you just not follow the steps to fill out this assessment so that I right. don't have to keep emailing you that you're making Her- the same mistake over and over again? Correct. And then, so okay. instead of, but it's shifting the mindset to Correct. like, why are you doing this to me for, to like, how can I communicate this better? How can I like, how can I communicate it better? Help me. How help can you. I <laughs> exactly help me help how you? How can I understand your brain? Yeah. So that I can set the situation up for success. I also accept that nobody understands my brain. So it's fine. <laughs> I just roll with it. Oh my God. I love Cause it. Cause I'm a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I love it. Alrighty, so everybody, make your reservations for your Father's Day boards. Everybody go get a board from Raleigh Cheesy. Uh, Courtney, please tell our listeners how they can find you. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Raleigh Cheesy, C-H-E-E-S-Y. And then you can also go to our website, RaleighCheesy.com. Or you can visit our storefront in Apex, North Carolina, or in Raleigh at the end of starting at the end of June. Connect with us at girlswhodostuff.com. Subscribe to our email list for fun announcements and leave us a review. It helps other people find our stuff. We would be so grateful to you for taking those actions so we can get this out into the world and change more lives. I am Jenny Midgley. I am Sarah Madras. And and you do you, boo. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media. 